0: What's up, Change Journals people? I'm Tracy Winchell and I've got another Change Journals. We're going to go behind the curtain and have a look at Julie Court's journaling journey. Julie is the author of Incredible Life Makeover Step by Step Transformation to Wholeness. Julie, thanks for taking some time during your lunch hour to uh, talk to us today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Tracy, and thank you so much for having me, and hello to your audience.
0: Well, tell us how how someone can get in touch with you um, after they hear your journaling journey. Um, maybe they want to read their book. Maybe they want to connect you, with you somehow.
1: Yes, they can go ahead and go to my website at newlifefortoday.com. That's newlifefortoday.com, all one word, and um, they can, right out of the gate, sign up for my monthly newsletter if they would like, or they can click through to the main website and um, use a contact tab to email me. Um, If they do sign up for my monthly newsletter, they will receive a link to a free download of chapter one of my book, and so they will actually hear more more of my journey and um, be able to find out a little bit about um, my earliest beginnings.
0: Excellent. We'll put a link in the show notes. With that, um, when did you begin your journaling habit, and what problem did you hope to solve?
1: Well, my most recent journaling took place when my husband of 28 years um, Decided that he wanted a life change and that he asked me for a divorce. And we had had a soulmate type of marriage, but he had definitely veered off to another course. And I was devastated. And so part of that devastation was being able to try to sort out my own feelings and also record the truth and encouragement that I was receiving from people and from my relationship with the Lord. And as I prayer walked and, um, as I spent time just sitting before the Lord and he would speak things to my heart, then I would write those down in my journal. And as people, um, I didn't necessarily start out journaling, about it um, or with an intention to journal, but people began to see how I was processing my divorce much more differently than most people who fall into um, trauma and into anger and into loss of purpose and identity. And my friends began to tell me, Julie, you need to journal what you're going through and the experience and your thought processes so that you can eventually share this with other people someday. And I said, no, I never want to let people in to this intimate part of my life and into my journey. Um, but then I went over to a friend's house who was just encouraging me with a lunch appointment and having lunch together and some, some camaraderie and companionship. And she presented me with a gift. And um, when I opened up the gift, it was a journal and a professional pen set. And she said that the Lord had prompted her to go buy this for me. And she hoped that I would enjoy it. Mm. And so I began at that point to record my journey and to record what ended up to be five battle cries in my book.
0: Wow, So tell me a little bit about the five battle cries. I mean, you don't have to to share the whole thing, um, but just kind of give me the concept behind what what the five battle cries are. We've talked about that before, and I'm intrigued by it.
1: Well, included in each one of the battle cries is a powerful guiding principle. so that as you're going through, um, a painful transition, maybe one of the top 10 stressors like divorce, um, that you can limit the amount of trauma to the area that the accident or someone else's choices or maybe one of your own bad choices, like the trauma, you do have to recognize it and process it and go through it, but you can protect your own mind You can protect your identity. You can protect the other areas of your life, like relationships that don't necessarily have to feel these effects. They might have to adjust your job. Um, And these five battle cries are what I used to limit the effect of one of the top 10 stressors in my own life. Wow. That's pretty powerful. And it did come, the journaling was crucial to that because I began later on as I looked through the journal, I realized that as the Lord had given me each of these five truths that I had been able to establish healthy boundaries. And so um, I combined this journaling um, with the results of my prayer walking. And one day I was out praying and I was just asking the Lord to help me to forgive. And I was confessing as I was crying and praying because um, this was a very emotionally um, traumatic experience for me. Um, I began by forgiving my ex-husband for his choice and for what it was doing to my life. And then I used the phrase, I forgive him for destroying my life. And the Holy Spirit on the inside of me rose up And surprised me. That's how I know it wasn't me. And he said, no, he's not destroying your life. He's destroying his life as you knew it. Only you can destroy your life. Wow. And I mean, I was, I stopped walking. I was astounded. And if I hadn't had my journal, I wouldn't have been able to share that with people. But battle cry number one Says with God's help, I will control my thoughts and words, even when we're under trauma. And then it says, I will not accept a victim mentality.
0: Amen, sister.
1: And so, because I was journaling the things the Lord was telling me, I was able to take these truths that I set as um, fence posts of a boundary of protection in my own life. Um, I was able to then share this in the Incredible Life Makeover. So when your ultimate test comes, that your faith, your identity, and your confidence as you're going through that fire, that those things can remain stable and fixed and not be totally washed away by the trauma, the pain, and the loss of something that um, myself or one of your audiences is going through.
0: That's powerful, Julie. At what point, uh, especially after your friend gave you the journaling and, and uh, the journal and the, 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 the pens, at what point did you notice that you were transforming your mind from the inside out, that, that you're like, I reject the notion that my life is now destroyed,
1: Well, I began to actually say this battle cry out of my journal um, because I realized um, and I started to confess some truths that that battle cry brought up on the inside of me. And I began to confess, only I can destroy my life. No excuses. Mm. And I began to say, I will not give up on my God-given identity and calling. And so it's like a stake in the ground, but it came from being able to record the truth that was able to stop an emotional reaction and choose the response I wanted to have moving forward.
0: So did that take like days or weeks or months um, that that you... Picked up that journal, and you're you're starting to find these truths and to record them. At, at what point did you say, "Wow, my life is different"? Was it a moment, or a process, or all of the above?
1: Well, it was definitely a process because what happened is, is the time came for me to take these truths, these battle cries that God had given me, and depersonalize them and make them as an offering to other people going through the stress. So I think that each, each day as I'm going over my journal, writing more, um, you know, having that truth that I started to confess, like that's how you actually control your, your, your response and choose not to have a reaction is I used my journal as a way to give me focus for what I wanted to confess during that time when there's a tornado going around you, but you can set your compass off of that truth that the Lord gave me because I had it written down. And then well, that was a daily process. Um, because that'll cry too says with God's help, I will control my response to the pain and trauma. Like that happened while I was going through it. But then the phrase, I will not let this loss rob anything else from me. And so this is something that I began to own my response. And I was fighting for the areas that I had control over, that it couldn't rob me of those. And so that was a process of every time the Lord gave me one of these five battle cries. So and in the process of living that journaling truth, like that truth that I received, I was able to preserve it and use it because I had it written down. But then putting it into the book came later, after that that all-consuming, raging hot pain. Um, after I had somewhat been able to um, use these battle tries to stabilize my emotions, then. The day came when the Lord said, You need to use the, you need to offer these to the world in your book. And it took a lot of laying down of who I am. um, And then I was able to um, put them down so that anyone who's going through a painful life loss, like of a parent or a child or foreclosure or I mean, a suicide, for goodness sake, whatever it is that's causing you, um, it could be betrayal from a boss, a pastor, a boyfriend, that you can use um, these battle cries, and then you can use your own journaling for the personal application of how does this battle cry, what does it look like when you're praying it, when you're confessing it, when you're taking charge of your response?
0: Wow, that's pretty powerful, Julie. So, I think I know the answer to this question uh, because we've kind of talked about this before. Um, but what does your journaling practice look like now? Is this something you still do, or is this kind of a thing you pull out when life gets really messy?
1: Well, I have an interesting life because I'm an author um, and I write for a women's magazine. I have a blog on my website. I'm producing materials uh, for my leader group. And so really my journaling takes the form of a lot of different forms because what I'm learning and growing in is usually being offered to others as a tool in a variety of circumstances. But like when I have fasted for 30 days before, I had a daily sometimes hourly journal to capture what I was feeling, what I was learning, what I wanted to do differently, um, so that the growth process, I could sustain that growth process. And so um, my growth process many times comes out, um, not necessarily in a private journal, but in articles and blogs and um, Facebook posts and just with the way that people are interacting with me.
0: And see, that's kind of where we had the conversation because I, when you told me about how you journaled your way through divorce and, and how, how all of that became the five battle cries in your book, I loved that. I was intrigued by that, but then it was kind of like, yeah, but I don't do a whole lot of traditional journaling much right now. And that's okay, girl, you know, you, you've got this, you've got this structure and you know when you need it. And, you know, that's kind of the point of doing these interviews with people like you is because, you know, journaling doesn't have to be a daily time consuming thing that all of us do every single day intermittent still brings healing right
1: oh yeah and another thing is is I I take notes like when I um, when I'm hearing a great speaker or when I'm um, at church and I'm listening to a sermon and then when I go back home I can use those notes but then I can actually do my own processing of that person who encouraged me or what the Lord is saying to me through my, um, daily devotions or what the Lord, the concept that He's trying to, to grow me in. And so I have lots of opportunity to journal, um, on a, on an intermittent basis, but my life, the way it's, um, just my own schedule and the demands that I have, I don't have, always have the opportunity to withdraw. And and just have a focused time um, just for journaling.
0: Yeah, and and that's perfectly fine. My 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 mom hears me talk about journaling all the time because I live with my mom, and 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 she's like, she'll be like, well, I I've never been much of a journaler, but it seems to be popular. And one day um, we were talking about, hey, every year she writes down when the first hummingbirds of the season come, and then when the last hummingbirds of the season go. And when she sees certain things in our backyard, um, we've got some rabbits and she writes all of that in her calendar. And I'm like, that's journaling. That's, that's logging moments that are important to you that you want to track the time for. And I just think that's beautiful the way, the way you, you, you describe that Julie. So tell me something, how has journaling changed you?
1: Well, it allowed, it allows me to realize my growth because as I've, and I also have like other journals of um, things that I've been, other topics that I've been wanting to learn about and growing as a person when I was homeschooler and when I was a teacher. And every time I pick up those journals, it's very interesting because a lot of times what I was learning about, say, 10 years ago, and then I read it today, I may be learning about that exact same thing, but through a different medium or at just a higher, uh, just a higher level. Um, and so it's like God is adding more, um, maturity and more connections to what I was, lear- what I had learned 10 years ago. And so it's good to see my progress when I look back at my old journals, um, versus, Um, what I'm, what I'm learning today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth. So when you are journaling, what are three tools that, that you just think you have to have in order to journal and track your ideas and your thoughts properly?
1: Well, when I successfully journal, it's because I have a journal (laughs) Um, that it's not just a scrap piece of paper, you know, whatever that journal looks like for that particular season um, so that I can keep track of it and I can keep it handy for what I call my secret place where I go and I pray and read my Bible and journal the, the feelings and the, the growth steps that I'm going through my questions, my observations. And so a journal a secret place, and a pen that works. (laughs) Those are my tools.
0: (laughs) So, so like, when you say journal, is it like a a, a notebook or something?
1: I've had um, spiral-bound ones that I got at a conference and then filled up. I've had the leather ones where it's a beautiful journal. I've had, um, you know, a notebook that, you know, was filled page after page, you know, one of the smaller ones. And so I don't think, I mean, I think some people um, like pretty things. They like the smell of a leather, you know, journal. And so I think those are great. Um, But I think that the most important thing is, is that it works for you and that it's not just scraps of paper, that it can't be kept together for later reference.
0: Yeah. One more question. So what advice or encouragement do you have for someone who's struggling with the brokenness of of a relationship, especially divorce?
1: Well, first of all, I just want to say that I'm so sorry that they're going through um, relationship stress or trauma, but I just want them to remember that God is all that you need and to believe in the bigness of God and stir that bigness of God up. um, And this is in my um, chapter with the battle cries is that even though um, it didn't seem like it, I reminded myself that my God was so big because I believe one of my faith anchors is that God is good all the time. Not just when I'm going through good times, but when I'm going through bad And so, and that he would bring good out of this, the biggest, darkest nightmare of my life. And so I tried to live every day in Psalms 91, where I determined to stay connected to him and to remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the almighty so that God could bring order and new life in the midst of this mess. And here's the, here's the trick if I believed and gave him time to work on my behalf. And I really did believe that. And um, it helped me to resist coming underneath an atmosphere um, based off of trauma and numbness. And it allowed me to stay underneath God's comforting, loving embrace.
0: Julie Court, thank you for inviting us behind the curtains of how you have, how you have journaled your way through divorce and how you have written the incredible life makeover step-by-step transformation to wholeness. You can learn more about Julie's work at new life for I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Thank you so much, Julie.
1: You are welcome. And, um, thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm Tracy Winchell, and this is another episode of The Change Journals. We'll see you next time.